So if you're digging for a living as you listen to this podcast, you know there's no better skid steers and mini excavators than Kubota. Victoria's number one Kubota construction dealer is Supergroups. You won't dig up a better deal. Full on service, no empty promises. Supergroups.com.au It's going to be interesting. Uh, Corey Homicide-Williams is in the house. Uh, and he's here to talk basketball, obviously, and there's a lot of basketball to talk to him about. But given the fact that it's Essendon Membership Day, we're about to speak to Dave Myers. So Corey Homicide-Williams is going to be part of an interview with an AFL footballer. I'm not sure he's ever been part of an interview with an AFL footballer before. Throw your arms around the red and black and become a mighty bomber at efc.com.au. Get on board, throw your arms around him, red and black, through and through. Become a mighty bomber at efc.com.au. No stylish, no Chanel, St. Laurent, Gucci back. No is that a new track? Yes, it is. How lovely to see you, by the way. Always Having a pleasure. stood us up last week, <laughs> I thought we meant something to you, but clearly when there's a, I don't know, what a Greek salad or something that you were having for lunch last week with a um, a soy latte mochaccino or something that you would have been washing it down with, uh, something's just become a little more important to you than us. No, you know, I had about eight I'm, things going on, and I, I was like, man, I, there, there's somewhere I'm supposed to be. Uh-huh. I, my schedule is never really this open. There's somewhere I'm supposed to be. Then I got the phone call, and that's why I was able to do it on air. But I miss you guys. You know, it's always better yeah. in public. Of course, of course, in person. Dave, Dave um, Myers is about to join us. But there's a whole lot of stuff. Obviously, the NBA the NBL playoffs, and we're in a game through Friday night, and I know you'll be heading over to Perth for it. But there's a heap of stuff in the NBA I want to speak to you about. Two of the great storied clubs in the NBA are front and centre at the moment. One is the LA Lakers, who just seem to have two of the most powerful and influential figures in the history of the game, seemingly doing their very best to tear the joint apart at the moment. I'm talking about Magic Johnson and LeBron James. And the Boston Celtics who right now, as you and I speak at the end of the first quarter, down 19-25 against the Clippers on the road. But they've had this magic plane flight on the way to Golden State where they've discussed some issues. They've put it all out there. Kyrie, who's been in the middle of some you know, major discussions about the fabric of the club. They sit on a plane together, Corey, for about three or four, no, six hours, I think the flight was, and they sort a few things out. Does this stuff actually take place? This stuff has to take place. You know, you're, it's a professional sport where men, everybody does not get along all the time. It's not always smooth sailing. You know, when you're not playing sport and you're watching these pros do their thing, we're just caught up in how they're, how talented they are yeah. and how much money they make. Mm-hmm. Like, it's more to sport than that. So if I have an issue with you, as men, we have to hash this out face-to-face. That's the only way... We are going to be able to move forward or not. We have to discuss this. So that's what they did. All the cards were on the table, and they discussed it on a long flight, a six-hour flight eh? from Massachusetts all the way to the Bay Area. Mm. And, you know, hopefully they came off the plane better. Well, look, you know, if you want to take the f- form line thereafter as any kind of line as to, you know, what impact those conversations might have taken place, then in the short term at least, it looks like they may have – 
ironed out a wrinkle or two. That's to talk to you about the LA Lakers as well and the NBL. There's a load to get through, but it is Essendon Membership Day, and I'm looking forward to you interacting with Dave Myers. I'm not sure whether the Bomber veterans are ready for this. Of course, throw your arms around the red and black army, become a mighty bomber at esc.com.au. David Myers joins us. Hello, mate. Thanks for joining us on Essendon Membership Day here on SEN. No worries. G'day, Andy. Corey, how are we? You've got Corey. You need to wear those because he's just said hello to you. I got him. Dave, what's going on, man? How you doing? Good, mate. Good, mate. Just driving home from training. No magic plane ride, but on the way home <laughs> in the car by myself. Well, well, there you go. You've got a man here, Dave, by the way, and this is a very fortuitous, actually, convergence of events here because... Our friend has been coming out to Australia for a long time now, but he's yet to uh, form an allegiance with uh, a club in the AFL. And on this Essendon Membership Day here on this radio station, I'm sure you can make a fairly good case as to why he should pledge his support to the Bombers. Absolutely. Well, get behind young up-and-coming team, uh, looking to improve, somewhat frisky, maybe like the Sacramento Kings. I think we're exciting to watch and plenty to offer. How does that sound? Frisky, young, up and coming? Do you like the sounds of all of that? I like the sound of it because I don't want to jump on a bandwagon of a team that's already at a high. Well, you know you what go. I mean? Yeah, so I want to find a team right in the middle of the pack where it works. And it seems everybody I'm, I'm talking to the last couple of weeks are Essendon fans and supporters. So it's, it's, it, we're here by, co- not coincidence, we're here by design, Dave. Exactly. <laughs> so, so how's the um, how's your particular preseason going, Dave? I, I know you've spent far too much time in your life as a professional footballer talking about your ability to get to the line and get your body consistently in the sort of nick you want it to be in to play at the level. Um, h- how are you tracking? Yeah, I, I haven't missed a beat. Uh, thanks, Andy. As you said, I had missed a lot of footy over time with injuries and whatnot, but. Um, on top of it at the moment and of haven't haven't put a foot wrong and missed a session really all preseason so um, that's always puts you in the right spot to um, attack the year and and get through. Does it be, well. does it become in your case, Dave? Does it does it become good luck or do you try and do things differently? Do you apply different methods in the hope that you know what what has dogged you in the past won't dog you anymore? Yeah, well, there's definitely that element. I mean, I think uh, a lot of my injuries early doors were soft tissue sort of problems. So um, for the most part, I've been under control of that for five, six years now. Um, But the bad luck piece has played a part as well. I've missed a lot of time with just impact injuries. So there's nothing you can um, really do to prevent that. It's just a matter of... Sometimes your number comes up with that type of stuff mm. and you just get on with it, you know. So in a greater life perspective, it's it's pretty small stuff, really. It's, I've still enjoyed it the whole way through. And, you know, as much as you spoke about this last year, as much as it's, you know, what we on this side of the microphone focus on the physical uh, and the performance, on the other side, you have to deal with it 24-7. And um, this is what you want to do and you want to make the most of it for as long as you possibly can and you start to see the clock begin to tick and I imagine and clearly that does have um, you know an impact on people um, you know mentally and emotionally and um, clearly it it challenges footballers on the way through in a way that unless you've lived through that um, you'd never appreciate it. Yeah I think you're spot on with that that's that's obviously a side to the game that 
supporters and the average punter doesn't get exposed to. And um, I think when you're younger, it can take a bit of adjustment, um, just the, getting used to the commentary and the pressure that surrounds that. But pretty quickly, you just you have to become comfortable with just being able to park that and ignore that side of it and um, just focus on what you need to do day to day. And I know a big part that's helped me over time is really investing my time away from what I'm doing at the footy club. Because I think if your whole identity is wrapped up in you as the player, um, the nature of the game is it's an imperfect game. You're going to get injured. Uh, your team's going to have a loss. Uh, there'll be patches where you're not enjoying it. And if your self-worth and identity is completely um, revolved around your performance on a weekend, I just think it's far too risky and unhealthy, to be frank. So that side of it, making sure you develop your relationships outside of the game, um, invest in yourself so you have something to look forward to whenever football finishes, because it does finish for everyone, obviously. Um, I think that puts guys in a far better place, not only to enjoy their career for what it is while you're in it, but also to play your best football. And what does that look like for you, David? What What are you, outside of footy, where is your kind of um, life steering itself? Yeah, well, I've I finished a university degree, did a Bachelor of Business um, Financial Planning, which I've been chipping away at for probably five or six years. Um, that was something that had always been important to me, and realistically, I'd always been injured, as you'd mentioned, and job security has never been something that I've been overly comfortable with. So I've always had one eye on this could be over at any any point. So that's finished, and um, looking forward to sort of lining up work. I'm in the process of doing that now, so that's ready to go whenever it finishes. Uh, and then just have a break. I'm happy to work as hard as I possibly can while I'm at the club and immerse myself and watch as much footage and help the young guys and give everything I've got. But as soon as I walk out the doors, um, I don't watch any footy at home. Wow. Uh, I just get away. Uh, I go see my family, my friends, and, and just try and um, involve myself, read, Try and expose myself to a lot of different stimulus that you don't get inside the footy environment. Been doing this for a long time, mate. Like it's it's funny how I remember watching you play um, in your under eighteen year. You know, dynamic play for WA and um, look like you know, and clearly you know, highly regarded. And it doesn't seem like that long ago, David. And yet, you know, this is eleven. Is it eleven years, twelve years now at this level that you've been you've been banging away at it? Is can you believe it's gone as quickly as it has? Yeah, you're not wrong. It's it's the first thing you get told when you walk into a club. The old guys will say, um, "Enjoy it, don't take it for granted. It doesn't last." And as a young eighteen year old, you, that message falls on deaf ears pretty easily because you you don't know. But you're right; it does. Time just slips away, and I mean, I've left. I left home at 18, left Perth. Um, my younger sister is actually across here visiting me at the moment. She was 12 turning 13 when I left home. Um, and I've still got her freeze-framed in my mind as a, a sort of small kid. <laughs> and the reality is she's turning 25 and I'm training with kids that are seven years younger than her and I just can't I can't rationalise that in my own mind. It doesn't make sense to me. Um I think you've always been a really interesting guy to talk for and listen to, um, you know, converse about the game. You know, 
And we don't go back for any other reason other than to look where you're at right now as a group. And, you know, you were there when the club was exposed to stuff that, you know, no footy club and individuals within a club have been exposed to before. How complete have has the um, emergence from that been as a, as a club and a group? And, and how far away from those dark days as a club that you were in do you feel like you are now, David? Yeah, well, I, it's it's complete, really, um, because I don't know how you measure these things. It's pretty hard to come up with a metric that you can hang your hat on. But just in terms of day to day, I know for me it doesn't it doesn't enter my head. Um, I mean, I'm sure I've, I have changed a bit as a person throughout because of the experience. But that's natural. You evolve in life due to your experiences. But yeah, day to day, it doesn't enter my thinking whatsoever. Um, it's not mentioned around the club. Mm. Everyone's well and truly moved on from that point of view. And even just purely as a player, I feel like the continuity we've had with our, um, our administration and our staff and our alignment between all levels of the business and the footy club and the footy department especially, it's never been better and more stable and um, in a better position to succeed. And basically, as a player now, I know that just gives you a chance and that's what we've got I feel like we have an unhindered clear chance to see how good we can be and that's all you want as a player you just want it to be on you and on your mates and that's the exciting part Talking to David Myers, Essendon Membership Day here on senefc.com.au is the place to go if you want to throw your arms around the red and the black and become a mighty bomber um, I won't hold you up for too much longer mate but, but how, how wound up do you reckon the group was if you could if you can measure that if 100 is you know ready to go grand final day and zero is waking up in the morning first thing where, where do you reckon the club was at um throughout the couple of jlt games that we saw you play uh yeah well, look that's what they're for aren't they We're experimenting having a good look we've obviously come away with a few things with clear focuses we know we need to work on um to tune up for round one um so what we've got two weeks you pick a number, I mean, I don't think we're at our best by any means, but um, that's the beauty of those the trial games is you get to sort of test out what you've been putting into practice and get guys some match conditioning. And uh, we had a really strong session yesterday and a really clear focus for us over the next two weeks that we're all um, really excited about to get up to um, Sydney and take on the Giants. And are you as you know bullish about um, the group's prospects? Um, if you engage in this sort of predictive stuff, are you as uh, engaged in the group's prospects as um, people outside the footy club might be? Oh, not really. Like not in day to day. It's it's a reality that where you obviously hear the commentary around um, the expectations that externally people want to put on us as a list, but um, that's the whole game even performing on game day is just a test of your ability to execute irrespective of the pressures that and um, the distractions that are going to come in their way. So, I mean, day to day, that stuff has no no impact on how we go about it. We're, um, everyone wants to play finals. Every single team wants to play finals and wants to win a flag. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. So that's a given. Uh, but now, really, you've got to earn the right. We're still two weeks away from me playing the first game. So... Um, it is. It's a cliche, but I'm sure everyone you get on the program would say the same thing. It's very much you got to take care, live in the present, and take care of your business day to day, and gives you a chance, and you earn the right on a weekend 
over 22 rounds to get there. Mate, good luck. Uh, individually and collectively, we, we wish you and your teammates all the very best here on Membership Day here uh, at, at SEN. EFC.com.au is the place to go if you want to pledge uh, your allegiance to the footy club. They've been doing it in unbelievable numbers in the last couple of years, and this will be no reason to suspect that this year will be any different. Dave, good luck. Uh, thanks for joining us on the show today. Good on you. Thanks, Andy. Good on you. David Myers from the Essendon Footy Club. Impressive young man. Are you sat there and he's tried to convince you that the red and black would look good on you? A thoughtful, intelligent young fella. And there's an element of that that I want to talk to you about. Life away from the game, it can be so all-consuming. Any sport that you choose, particularly when you know you know what the what comes with it, what comes with a successful career, it can be all-consuming and having a bit of perspective away from it all, I imagine, is a challenge that every professional sportsman and athlete on the planet um, should surely strive to to find. Yeah, definitely. That was one of the things that I took away from the conversation we were just having with this interview is that during his time in the game a couple years ago, he was thinking about life after the Mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. You know, I went and saw Kobe the other day, and that's what he spoke about, like in the midst of the height of his career – during the third championship, he's on the bus like, what I'm going to do after the game. And those are the guys that are already ahead mm. in life 